Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. Episode 13, Life Over Par. Baker's Dozen. We uh, we got uh, a lone wolf here in the studio. I'm just here by myself. Uh, feel, feels a little weird. Uh, Kevin and Kyle both video chatting this time. Uh, we'll get into why that is. Um, you could probably already guess if you listened to the last episode why that could be. Um, I guess we could probably jump right into it. Um, sure. Kevin, Kevin and I both got some COVID tests done. I came back COVID negative. Luckily, got my so test didn't. back yesterday. So uh, I'm clear, ready to go. I was back to work today. Kevin, on the other hand, Kevin, you want to get into that? I came back positive. So I've been dealing with the COVID for a week, which was not... A lot of fun. Uh, it was just like a bad cold, really. The worst part is that I'm uh, stuck in my basement, which you know, ain't ain't too bad. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, you you have a you have, an, you have, have a basement. A, I have a garage, a bar <laughs> in your basement that you are sitting yeah. at right now that looks pretty I'm set nice. Set up at the bar and uh, pretty decent setup downstairs, I'd say. Yep, yeah, that was a birthday present. And I got dog pages behind me. Hey, Kyle, on the other hand, uh, we're seeing you out in your garage right now. Looks like you did yeah. a little setup for that. Lighting is a little dim, Second. but uh, what are you That's doing in the garage? Well, the in-laws and my wife are inside watching the Bachelorette. Started a couple days ago, and they wanted to watch it. And I said, okay, I'm doing the podcast. And they said, all right, well, what time are you doing that? said, I don't know, 8.30 or 9 o'clock. They're like, all right, we'll start watching it. And they put it on at like, I don't know, like a little before 8 o'clock. I'm like, uh-oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so I'm scrambling here in the in the garage. So, trying so to get everything you'll have to watch it by yourself later then. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get it updates. Yeah. I, I already watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I mean, that ranks right up there with the Chiefs game for you, doesn't it? I mean, you're missing out, right? <laughs> It's yeah. it's something that we we like that we like Survivor and uh, Amazing Race. Oh yeah, and this is us coming back next month. No free ads. Let's go. You're a, oh, man. you're you got to be a Bachelorette fan for uh, good old Trent, right? Just a yeah. Trent fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a good dude. I don't know it's what funny. the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> no, you probably don't. Well, you've been uh, stuck in a basement. So. Kevin, back to you, um, testing positive here. Uh, what is it uh, you kind of went through there that made you think maybe I should be tested? Uh, it was definitely the shortness of breath. I've never had anything like that with a cold or a flu. And Did your lung collapse? Nope, never had my lung collapse, thankfully. I've seen it. doesn't look fun. Yeah. But... Uh, <clears throat> My wife called the doctor and told her what was going on, and she's like, yeah, go get tested immediately. So I did. How long was that? And, uh, uh, 
It was about exactly two days. No, like for you, like go get it. Like you just like roll up and they're like, all right, here you go. Shove this down your face. Oh yeah, it was a drive-through. Yeah, I had like three or four cars ahead of me. It took a little bit, but it wasn't bad. It's not a fun test to get. Doesn't. No. It's not very comfortable. No. <laughs> it's it's not pleasant. It's a and I, little I got to get another one. I have to test negative before they'll let me come back to work. So yeah, and come I have back that in to studio. Look forward to, which is nice. Yeah, and then you're back yeah. in studio. Then back in studio. Yeah, hopefully back in studio next week. Hopefully back to work. Hopefully back in studio. Yeah. Back Source. upstairs with my wife and kids. That kind of sucks. That's the worst of it. Can't really like. The doctors said that they haven't seen any positive results in kids, especially kids as young as mine. Um, but, yeah. but it's possible, so it's not a not something that we were willing to mess right. around with. So right. I wear a mask upstairs, go outside, get some fresh air, watch them play from a distance and can't touch them or anything. So yeah. that sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Trying to a... understand like what's going on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it was really bad. Like Will fell down and started crying and like started walking towards me and I'm like backpedaling like, nope, go get mom. <laughs> I want to pick you up right now, but I can't. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Go talk to your mother. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was notified by you that you tested positive and because I was kind of around you within a few days of you testing positive, um, work suggested that I go get tested. I didn't have any symptoms. Uh, felt kind of, I would say, kind of dumb getting tested with no symptoms at all. Um, Claire wouldn't even test me. I had to go to Mount Pleasant. Right. But uh, went and got tested. They called me Sunday after I finished up around a golf at Bucks Run. Said, uh, don't need you coming into work tomorrow. Um, you have to go get tested, and we're not going to have you back until you test negative. So I had to do that Sunday night. Ran through uh, Mount Pleasant ER. Got that done, and I wasn't notified until yesterday, Wednesday, that I was negative, and I had to actually call to get Damn, the results. Yeah, so we've all been chilling. So you, you've been off, you've been off, and I took this week off from work. Yeah. Hey, you, I didn't know you took the week off. You knew I was off. You didn't mm-hmm. say anything. It's not like I have a <laughs> Xbox or anything. But yeah, the in-laws are in here. We didn't check out our house and got the footers in and Obviously, I didn't do it, but everything looks but good. Yeah, give yeah, I'm off. I'm off until uh, I go back to work Monday. So I got to give a shout out to McCreevy because he, uh, well, I guess he was thinking about doing it anyway, but he found out I was off, so he went and got a hotel room for four days so we could play <laughs> Xbox together. Dude, no, commitment. <laughs> Because he's on the ship right now and he has no internet, so we haven't played since he got to Guam, pretty much. So, <laughs> so, so that's so some commitment. Got a hotel room for like four days. Is that what he was sending me? The uh, he sent me a snap of like his balcony. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, where is he? Like the 13th um, floor balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, where he's like at. I had one of a, a glass of beer. I think it was he sent me. So mm-hmm. I knew he was on land somewhere, but I didn't understand he was getting a hotel room to play video <laughs> games with you, Kevin. That is a friend. Yep. Look yeah. at that. The things the Navy will do for you. 
<laughs> or allow you to do. I mean, it was his move, but yeah, well, yeah. they allow him to do it, I guess. Um, Kyle, yeah. you mentioned something there with uh, footings. You were saying um, process of getting the house started. Yeah, we're uh, right now. We're the second development. So there's right now. I think there's about forty houses that are. Um, or lots you can buy, and we were the second lot to be uh, purchased. We bought our second, we are the second house to buy, so we were able to pick our lots. Obviously, there's, um, in this like little community, there's um, a big pond that has like a fountain and stuff like that, and if you want to have, um, you know, waterfront, it's going to cost an extra like 10 grand or something like that. So uh, we're like kind of on the back end of this kind of cul-de-sac uh, the neighborhood. Um, got a pretty good lot, and um, with our lease that we have at this house now where I'm renting from, um, we're going to be the second wave of houses being built, so we have like the footers and everything around, um, and there's four more houses, so they go and implement, they go in um, increments of four, so the first wave, so they have their footers in now, and they have like all their piping for like their water, for uh, like the washer, and not washer and dryer, because that's like... Uh, second deck or the second tier but they have like the um, dishwasher they have the fridge stuff like that already laid out um, for us we just have the base um, around the whole house so uh, it's kind of like looking at it you're like man this this lot is huge and then you throw that you throw our house on there it's like oh I mean our front yard's okay our backyard is a lot, lot wider than I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be that wide. Um, just looking at it when you're like, all right, this stake to, you know, this stake, it's, this is going to be your yard. And you really can't vision it. But once they start moving dirt and they put, you know, mm -hmm. things around it and make it your kind of land, um, that process was, it was kind of cool. And like, okay, now I'm starting to, now I'm starting to see it. So, um, so you're like, to, uh, you're like the early foundation, some plumbing is going in. Yeah. So you're starting That's to see an through, outline yeah. of what the house could be. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we don't have like, because eventually uh, in our community, there's going to be uh, like sidewalks and you got to see like where the sidewalk's going to be or, you know, how far into the sidewalk go in your yard and proper, more property lines. Um, but the good thing is that our neighbors, so we're going to be, so our lot, um, we have neighbors on both sides of us and they bought, their lot and they were underwriting on their contracts and they got all got approved so they're going to start right behind us so after we're done with our house being built it's only going to be a few more months dealing with like other people yeah. you know building their houses and we'll be done so we don't have to worry about that and like I said we're in a kind of in the back corner um, privacy and right across from right across from our house is the playground for Logan so so it's not like it's good like months and months of just construction noises and stuff. Even once right, your house yeah. is done, it's like I'm still surrounded by construction. Yeah, and it's going to be like that. Like we're talking about, you know, uh, we're going to be moving in like end of January or February is when we're going to close. Um, moving in, yeah. in winter. You, yeah, it's like it sucks with moving in the winter, but where we're at now, it's nice because it's a one-level house. So we just kind of shove it up through the door and, get it up we've already done it before so I mean we moved from Florida we moved to a house here then we moved you know we're pretty good at knowing how many trips it takes us to get there yeah um, with all of our stuff so yeah, um, big enough garage you can just kind of pull in 
pull yeah, in there and, and unload. Yeah, the biggest issue is like we're not going to have a fence for, for our dog. So, and obviously the back of our house, um, they're like they're not going to put down mulch until the um, until spring. So all that's going to be just dirt and yeah, mud, mud. Yeah. So we're not going to be able to move. We're not, you know, they go outside. We're going to take them to the, you know, inside the street and yeah. hopefully be able to go like walk over to the, you know, hopefully there's actually snow on the ground so they don't really notice. So once they do lay the sod down and everything, we'll be good to go. So Nice. Yep. Uh, transition a little bit here uh, into golf. A uh, question that came up. Uh, let me see if I can open this up just so I can make sure I, I read it correctly. It says, uh, Dustin Johnson and Hacker both COVID positive. Is Paulina maybe the common denominator? That's that's just one of many things that me and Dustin Johnson have in common. Yeah. I'd like to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe you and... and and Paulina, and then Dustin and his wife, Paulina, you know, you yeah. both got it from her. It's possible, I guess. <laughs> when, you, when you play enough PGA 21, you feel like you're, like, with those people, right? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think I can compete there <laughs> on that level now. Yeah. Speaking of competing on that level, another question that people were wondering, uh, what is your lowest PGA 21 score during your quarantine? Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> it's probably the one you mentioned the other day. 18 uh, under. 18 under. I think I had like two pars and two eagles and 14 birdies. So Yeah, that was pretty Damn. good. Pretty good. Did you up the difficulty at all since then? Yeah. Well, the I've upped the computer's difficulty, so they have to keep up with me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's how that works, huh? <laughs> they just got to keep up with you. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not winning every tournament now like I was when I started. I've upped the difficulties. Playing online yeah. is a is a whole different Yoke, right? beast. You're yeah, still crazy. playing against the, your... the Danny Willits well, and the Cameron Champs. <laughs> Yeah, that was going to be my question to you, Kevin, is uh, who's your rival right now? I believe right now it's Patrick Cantley. Ooh, that's a he's good one, though. And he's, also, and he's also in second right behind me in FedEx Cup points right now, too. So. That's a good rival. Nice. Yeah. So do, uh, do you have, do you have your name? What's your, what's your name? On, is it my name your, is, your uh, name? It's uh, Kevin Hacker. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that's his name. So oh, yeah, that's, that's, great. that's pretty fitting. Pretty normal. Yeah, just picked your own name. That's good. Anybody wants to play against him? You know, look, look for better. Kevin Hacker. Oh, online, online, <laughs> that would be uh, <laughs> yeah, Hack Attack sixty seven. There you go. <laughs> so if anybody wants to play against him, with him, whatever, I don't know how the game is done. I don't have a video game system. Um, if they would like to send me one, we could play a yeah. little bit and talk about it more. Um, there you go. Hack attack. Yeah, totally. 67. Should. Look him up. 67. Play against on Xbox. There you on go. Xbox. I think it's cross platform. So if you want to lose on your PlayStation, that would work too. <laughs> okay. 
Nice. Uh, Masters. <laughs> Masters is coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to touch a bit onto that as we lead up to it. Kind of a big deal. You know, yes. Masters is being played, and then five months after that, another Masters is being played. It's pretty cool. Um, first ever. It's a hell of a time to be alive. Yeah, first ever time of uh, a fall Masters. Uh, question for both of you. Have you guys seen what Augusta National looks like this past, uh, I'll say, maybe two weeks ago? What that looked like? I did. You did? No, I haven't seen anything. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks. I'll show you a little photo here, Kevin. See if you can you can see it. It, it was just super dry. <laughs> it looked super dry and yellow. Like Everything is brown, which is kind of how things work going oh, south. It's it, that, it goes dormant. It goes dormant. Yep, like except for the like greens. South Carolinas and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. So they have different grass for oh. the greens, and those they keep up with and keep them nice and green. Everything else is just goes brown, and they actually kind of skimmed everything down very bare. Mm-hmm. So... In a matter of, I think it was, oh God, was it a month or was it a week, Kyle? Do you remember? Did you see this article? I thought it was like a week, like like 10 days or something. It went to this, Kevin. Like, dang. Yeah. Lush. Went to nice and green. That was uh, (laughs) heavy overseeding that they did to get it that way. Um do you think that's pretty cool that will have an impact on the way the course plays compared to the way it would play in April? Mainly uh, toward Kyle here. No, I, I would think so. I mean, for sure. Um, not playing in April and you have, you know, everyone's routines and, you know, I don't know. Obviously, I've never been... Uh, I've obviously never played there, but I'm, I've played down in in South Carolina and uh, in Myrtle Beach and playing, to, you know, in the spring compared to the fall, it's a lot different. Um, obviously, it's not that extreme when they do overseeding, but in in Myrtle Beach, they have it where they overseed the uh, the fairways and the greens, and then the roughs are dormant. So it's like mm-hmm. it's completely it's completely different. You're like your visual and like your sight lines are different, but now that they've overseeded everything, which at Augusta you can because each member, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they were shut down. They didn't let anybody out there for two months. They just now allowed members. Did you know that Bill Gates wanted to be a member at Augusta National? Yeah, he couldn't pay pay enough to get in. Yeah. They didn't care about your money. Yeah, he was like, I'll I'll write what you want and I want to be a member. Here's a blank check. And they wouldn't do it. Yeah, like at this time, we don't see a fitting here at Augusta National, you being a member here. And just politically, he was like, nope. And then hmm. obviously, obviously they they caved in, and I don't know what the, obviously what the dues are and what Augusta National brings, but um, like just the merchandise alone, when there's actually patrons there, um, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um they make with the hats and the shirts and you know, I guess it's just a, it's just a scene. Um, but now that it's not going to be a thing, I mean, that really doesn't mean anything to Augusta because they have money out of the wazoo to, to do what they want because it's Augusta national. So, um, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna have an effect just because of the temperature wise, not necessarily the grass wise. I don't know, like, I don't know that much of like. The article. The article raised like some questions whether the turf will possibly be thinner because of how quickly they're trying to build the grass back into being green, which could possibly make the course play faster, which I would think would be I more guess, difficult. Yeah, but it also can make it shorter because if you have Bryson out there, I mean, right. well, you know, that topic maybe eventually or, uh, or later down the road, but the course is going to be harder uh, in that aspect of it. It's just going to, the balls are going to run out more. Your landing zones are going to be different. Um, people are going to go for it on like that 13th, uh, that dog leg left, mm -hmm. that par five. Mm -hmm. They're going to hit that front front of the green and usually it'll kind of check up. We don't know how it'll play in middle of November. I mean, it could be 50 degrees and have one hop and have a big jump and now you're chipping downhill to downgrain green where then you have that um, raised creek right there. Is that raised creek? Is that 12? Whatever creek that uh, is right there, about 13. I think uh, Ray's, Ray's Creek there does run along the left side yeah, of but 13. Yeah, but when it down there, it's like, so we don't really know. So I think it's just going to be. I just don't know if they still call it Ray's Creek at that point. Yeah. I mean, do they call it something different whoever, when it's on 13? Whoever wins this Masters, is, I think it's just going to, I don't want to say asterisk because if Tiger Woods wins it, it's not going to be an asterisk. Shouldn't be an but it's not, <clears throat> It sounds like people have a problem with the with the overseeding, or I don't I mean, think, what are they? I don't what think would they, they want the problem. No, because I mean we're still we're we're a month away, but yeah, I mean I guess three weeks. I, I mean, mean they get there. Augusta What's National the knows Play what they're the doing. Dead brown fairway. No, they wouldn't do no, that. They know be, what they're no. doing. They know exactly yeah. what they're doing there. But yeah. they were thinking just because of being fall and, you know, instead of, because normally they do the ryegrass overseeding all through fall and winter, and then it comes out mm -hmm. in the spring and it's nice and lush and it, you know, is the way we've always seen it. And now they mm -hmm. decided to basically scrape it clean. Um, bunkers didn't have sand in them. They just had liners down. So they're going to redo sand in all of them. And... So it's that. a, it's a process to, well, to make this major work. The Masters in November, and everyone there is playing the same <laughs> game. So it's, yeah, I kind of have a bone to pick with the is. Masters. I kind of have a bone to pick with with the Masters being in the fall. The way that ESPN has, have you guys heard like new music to the to the, the commercials of, of no. the Masters? No, it has this kind of like a slower fallish. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but I've I've listened to it and like a, a couple commercials, and it is not the same. You know that, that high, like you know, it's the April, spring, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, my ringtone is you the hear Bastards. It. It's, it's, and the same, like yeah, and it's it's a little different to me, which it, I don't know, maybe it's just this. It's the sound. It has to be the sound. Well, you had to know we they to were as as a first time ever in the fall. You had to know they were going to do something to make it fall. To make it like yeah. the first time ever, it's new. Here's what we come up with. They're just trying something. I mean, they, you had to know they're gonna do something cool. like that. So who who do you guys have? I feel like whoever wins this Masters, you kind of want like 
your worst enemy, like if they are to win a major, to win this one because in like five more months, he's not the major champion anymore. Because it's like snip like that. Because in April, there's going to be a new one. It's not going to be you anymore. So that stint of that year, like, congratulations, you're the Masters champion for yeah. this whole period they're going to be announced as a, as a Masters, reigning Masters yeah. champion. Which is why well, it was anyways. so great, Tiger, was it, for 19? <laughs> He's had, what, 18 months now? of being, 19 months of being Masters champion? That's great. Yep. That's great. But, great I mean, everyone's uh, fear of 2020 is COVID-19. No internet. It's going to be dead battery for your phone and Patrick Reed winning. I mean, those are the fears that everybody has. Patrick Reed winning. Mm. Uh, those again. are your fears. You know who who probably win the Masters this year? Danny Dying. Willett. Just because of five months. <laughs> I'm going to say Tony Fee now just because he's been one one for so long and like you get that whole year because he, it'd be like the second place Masters yeah. because you get it. It's, it's the second place Masters of like all time. Because you only that's get it for a, five months. That's Still. a good point. Still, it's a Masters. <laughs> I'd take Masters. it. I think I would take it. Yeah. Oh hell yes! So, did you guys see what Bryson's plan was leading up to the Masters? He's getting absolutely yoked. He plans to gain off. fifteen more pounds before the Masters Jesus begins. Christ. He wants to be. I think it was two forty-five. Is his plan? Be a two hundred forty-five pound jacked golfer, and he what? was big at two hundred. He was big at two hundred or two hundred five when, like, he was big. Like I was looking at, like, I think he won. Maybe it was like the John Deere Classic, or he won one other event, like earlier in his career, like a couple of years ago. I'm like, that's only been that long. He's only been doing this for a year and or eighteen months or whatever he's been doing. Like, he, really? He gained so. thirty or forty pounds. In 90 days, like the first, like that first session where golf was not on, he gained that much weight mm-hmm. in, in 90 days. Like, dude's a legend. It's a freak. Fucking legend. It's a freak. Yeah, he's a freak. I saw um, Rory had a thing that, like, it was like Tony Finau, like, all he has to do is take it back a little bit and he gets more ball speed and he's, he gets right up there almost, almost to the 200. He's swinging um, faster, so he mm-hmm. says, than he has ever swung a club. And, and I think he he, where... he's trying some things out right now. To, mm-hmm. he's, he's seeing what Bryson's doing. And instead of being jacked, he's just trying to get faster. Yeah. There's no way that Tony Fina, that lanky dude, could, you know. But if he can keep his flexibility, that's the same thing with Rory. R- Rory can't. I mean, he, I think his, his, his goal is to get like 190 ball speed or whatever. And like that's really, 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 really fast. And uh, Bryson just had a clip like, okay, this week I'm trying to go for 205. <laughs> it's like benching. I'm pretty sure it's like what benching for him. It's like, oh, I put up this. All right, next week I plan on putting up this. Yeah. And it's just nuts. And somehow, some, some way, it is still, <clears throat> it's still working. You know what I would be very, like, I could see him doing? Having like baseball cleats off the tee to keep his like footing and then switching shoes, like walking up to the green because he wants to hit the ball so hard to get traction. I could totally see him like trying that. Instead of switching, I could, I could see him having different length spikes on one foot compared to the other foot. Yeah. 
I could, I could see, see him doing that like a back foot or something for pushing off something different. But he can't he can't be too crazy with it to hurt the green. So he's got to right. find some way to make that work. The scientist in him will he's figure gonna, it out. He's gonna he's gonna come out with like these shoes and like have like a sole and you just slide in or off the tee and then he just inserts them like just clips off, puts in your golf bag, clips in. You'll yeah. have something like that. If we, you if, may if, have if, just thing, come up with something. Here. I want, I want credit for that. You may have come <laughs> up with something here. Uh, uh, get a hold of Bryson. Well, send him the pod. Send him this pod. I'm sure Bryson listens it. to us anyway. Yeah, he. Listens. We talk about him more than anybody else. Yeah, but I think he only would listen to us more if we talk more shit about him. Because he, I, I'm pretty oh. sure he he digs to see who's talking just shit. Just want about to talk him. shit about him. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think he he's got. I think he's got the best discipline on the entire tour to pull off what he has in the physical change of his body is insane. And if he's gonna do that before the Masters, fifteen more pounds of muscle. Yeah, less than a month. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I don't know when he said that or what, but I, I'll tell you what. Tiger, if he hits his eight iron, is good. I, I don't know if you guys seen how many times Tiger Woods hit his eight iron last Masters, but Tiger Woods is so good. Like proximity to the hole at the Masters, he hit driver, eight iron. He hits three wood, eight iron. Um, Thirteen choke down, eight iron. Uh, Sixteen when he almost had, he almost canned it on Sunday. It was a it, he like had a swing out of his shoes, and he said that he had adrenaline going. He didn't choke down on an eight or a seven iron. He did a full eight iron. If he keeps his eight iron, like he did last year. When's the last time you watched <laughs> that Masters, Kyle? Yeah, I don't know the play-by-play because I don't turn it on every weekend. It's like eighteen months ago. Oh, I have a. It's on Masters.com. I know it's it is. like the the week I, that the Masters should yeah, have been we're this just year. We I watched, watched it. it. I did watch it the week the Masters should have been, but since then I haven't. But you got your play-by-play down. That's good. It goes, it goes, Tangled, <laughs> Masters, Mickey Mouse Club, Tangled, Masters, Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> and just continue that over and over. Uh, uh, okay. There. okay. Did you guys um, hear of a little controversy that's going on? <clears throat> Possibly with the Masters. It's just a little mini, mm. mini controversy. I'll bring it up for no. you here if you guys both haven't. Um, nope. I'll, I'll read part of this article just to, to try to make sense of it all. Uh, Daniel Berger was well outside the top 50 uh, in the world when the golf halted for the first round of the Players' Championship. He won the first tournament back Ooh. and the Charles Schwab Challenge in June and added six top 25 finishes since to move up to number 12 in the world. But because he was out of the top 50 and didn't meet qualifications before the original playing of when the Masters was supposed to be played, he is not in the tournament. The 12th ranked guy in the world doesn't get in. What do you think of that? I I say snooze you lose. Yeah, you got to do it. Like it sucks. Like 
that's what I was wondering what they were going to do with that. Because, like, the people that are, I mean, who is right there, like, at the bubble? Like, Ian Poulter, I thought, was right there. Um, yeah. Victor Hovland and uh, were, Harris English both moved into the top 50 after. After, yeah. Yeah. So, I would, that's what I was going to say. Like, all these, like, amateurs that played and won their spot or someone that, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I punched my ticket. Um, like that, I have no idea. One thing I want to say is like, for the kids, like remember the drive, chip, and putt. Yeah. How they do that? Mm-hmm. Like, how the hell does that work? Do they just go next year and they just move up in age flight, or if they're, I, they, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of an unfortunate situation. They missed out. I think is how it is. It's twenty twenty, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Augusta gonna, says. Augustus says they are solid on their stance. Qualifications for the Masters ends in March. Doesn't matter they're playing in the fall. They didn't make it if it would have been in March. They do them. not make it now. And really they can't because of, I mean, sunlight. It, I mean, it would, get, oh, yeah. it would get dark now before it would have before. So they're really trying to fit everything in on two hours less of daylight per day. Yeah, that makes me nervous about Tiger and his back. Like, he's going to have to have a morning tea time, like, pretty early. Yeah. The ball's not going to flight as much. It's, it's going to be, I mean, it's not that warm in, in April, but I mean, it gets up to probably low 70s, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, I haven't looked at Augusta, uh, Augusta, Georgia in, you know, middle of November, but. I can't imagine it being that. Yeah. So that makes me kind of nervous for him. <clears throat> I uh, I hope he pulls it off, though. Definitely. He, I hope he pulls it off. Back to back. You got it for 18 months, and then you snag it again two years in a row, and then you got five months to try to get your, your triple right there. Ooh. Get a turkey? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, I tell you what, if, if he's having, if he wins this Masters and then he goes on like in April and has a chance to win it on Sunday and have the three peat, oh my God! Yeah, nuts. Have a tur- He's gonna have a turkey like in bowling, three in a row. Mm-hmm. We'll have a tur- we'll have a turkey dinner in April. Be nuts. Have a turkey in April. Yup. Just nom 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 nom. No, but I think. Like it doesn't. I don't know. I, I it's good on Augusta for doing what they're doing. Is uh, I think is you have to just let the people who qualified qualify. Like the Asian, I mean all all the like amateurs that are supposed to be there are supposed to stay in um, the quarters there at Augusta. Like I don't know where they're staying. They're probably not all all the amateurs staying in. What's that room called? Your guess is better than mine. Oh, the crow's nest. It's a crow's nest. Sure, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. for all the amateurs, um, they get together and they get to stay um, above the. It's not pro shop, but it's it's in the actual facility itself. And there's four beds, and all the amateurs stay right right there on property. And I don't know if they're even going to be able to do that with quarantine and everything. I guess everyone's going to have to get tested before. But yeah, I sure. wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if another one 
you know, a front runner gets COVID before. I hope like that was your chair. Before. I hope that was your chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a camping chair, bro. Yeah, you, just, got. you played that off nonchalant. Like you didn't just rip ass, but I guess could have been the chair. <laughs> Hopefully I picked it up. So at least they can hear Dude, it. I could hear it clear. We'll see. Oh, right there. Yeah. A little bubbly. <laughs> okay. This isn't, this isn't good for the podcast. All right. No. Next. All right. <laughs> we, we all played hockey, but I don't think we've ever really gotten into much of hockey on this podcast. Um, and I just felt like with just the three of us here this time, no guest, maybe get into just a little bit, just touch on it. I know it's not a hockey podcast, but oh, well. Um, oh, well. Some some of the off-season moves. Have you guys just noticed how many players are moving around right now? It's ridiculous. Mm-mm. Yeah. Ridiculous. They're... A lot of goalies <laughs> moving around. Not a all I know, all I know is the, who they get. Who? Who did you say, Kyle? The Wings, Thomas, uh, Greece, Greece, Greece. Greece. I don't know how you pronounce his last the, name. Uh, Islanders. Yep. Really? Uh, Henrik Lundqvist went to the Capitals. The Rangers. He went to the Capitals. Really? Corey Crawford. The Rangers. Yeah, forever. Corey Crawford went to the Devils from. Blackhawks. Uh, Braden Holtby, you know, who was on the Capitals, went to the Canucks. I mean, the, the whole league's going to look a little different here. Matt Murray for the Penguins went to the Senators. Jacob Markstrom went to the uh, Calgary Flames. I mean, those are just goalies moving around all we over. We got uh, Red Wings got the that longtime Islander stall. Yep. Yep. Or not Islander Ranger. Yeah, Eric. Was it Eric? <clears throat> right. Eric He's a Ranger, right? Uh, I don't remember uh, if he was a Ranger yeah. or not. There was a. He could have been a, a Hurricane. I know there was some stalls there. Yeah. When uh, when are they starting that season back up again? I mean, it just ended, but I mean, like, it has to be what January, February, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Shortened season. I'm not uh, sure. Just when they're starting it up again. Be. Because, like, NBA, like, they just finished up, and they're supposed to be playing, like, pretty much right now. But they're not probably going to play yeah, until. So, the right. NHL, I don't know when they're going to start. They just did the draft last week. Yeah. So, <clears throat> our uh, sorry, sorry-looking Red Wings finished dead last. Dead last last year. Well, but the best thing to happen to us in decades is Jimmy Howard and Jonathan Erickson fucking left the team. <laughs> That's the best thing they've done for Detroit. Those are true. In a long time. Then we got Eiserman back. We got Eiserman back. Um, we have to trust in Eiserman. He said he said uh, the uh, We picked a Swede. We picked a Swede in the first round. Hopefully that helps yep. us out. Doesn't have a Swede name, but Hopefully it helps us out. Uh, yeah, he's done. Eisenman's done huge things for Tampa Bay, and they're continuing with success from him. So mm-hmm. hopefully he can make some changes here. I don't know. I feel like we just got yeah. more old guys to come end their career here. 
but yeah, yeah, they they yeah, it was goalie. Good. It was fun Thomas. back in the day when we had like yeah, we had we had Chelios and like oh all right, he was good or like Hall, like he was still decent, but he was getting older. But then it just seemed to like keep getting older and older Robitaille. and older. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I didn't it know that for they a while. Had practice. I didn't know they had a practice ice there. Like when they made a new when they made the new Little Caesars Arena. Mm-hmm. I thought they just practiced on that same ice the whole time. No, it's like an underground rink. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty nice. I would say let's get James on the podcast talk about it because my cousin James he's a engineer that helped build that, which is surprising because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James, uh, you're an idiot. James. Heard it here first. <clears throat> yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> oh man! So, episode so, thirteen. It only took thirteen episodes. So James, you you made the podcast, buddy. Yeah, uh, we mentioned him before about going over to Europe and taking James and leaving him. So he he oh, yeah. made that one. <laughs> he made that one. Uh, uh, but yeah, they finished dead last at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Looking up after the draft and after the first round of like free agency for whatever reason, they're still ranked dead last. Like their projections for them is still dead last. I don't feel they're a dead last team right now. Well, I think we picked up some decent guys. I wouldn't think so either, but I think they they are. are, I don't know. I think they're a barely make the playoff team right now. Hmm. And hopefully that continues. I I think our young guys that has grown through the system is getting better and better. And we are a just make the playoff type of team right now. Not dead last. I can do that. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. What, like, I don't know if it's coaching or what. I've not been a fan of Blaschel since he came up to Detroit, but I thought it was a great idea since the, the Griffins. Yeah. He coached there for years and they won multiple nonstop. Multiple yeah. trophies. So he just moved up to the next level with some of the same kids and yeah. I mean, so he's, you think went, we're to like, dead, went to dead last. Yeah. So you think we're like you think we're like the Houston Texans of the NHL? Like well not this year, it's I Houston Texans. I don't know how to compare those two. Like how those go. <laughs> but well, no, uh, they, Houston Texans Houston, were like in a championship game, like a conference championship game, and now they suck. The wings are not that. No, but I'm saying like they made it to, you know, they made it to playoffs the last like three years, and they've always played the usually play the Chiefs in like the wild card game on Saturday, and they always get trounced. So you think like we're we're just at the peak trounced. level to like get to it to get to the playoffs and like. All right, good run. All right. Well, yeah, they're we they're get... probably a first round out team. I don't. I don't. Well, like, we got to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't like to say it, but I think they are just make the playoffs out first round. They're uh, probably out in out in five games in the first round. Like the Colts. I got think it. that's that's their team right now. <laughs> no, I don't know where your comparisons I'm, are with these NFL teams. I'm not okay. making any NFL what? connections with those. No, are you not getting this? I hear what no, you're saying. The Colts, are, the Colts are always out in the first round of the playoffs. The Houston Texans are always out in the first round of the playoffs. 
Well, the Red Wings were out in the first round of the playoffs the last five years they made the playoffs, but they haven't made the playoffs in five years. So, Yeah, but yeah, if he's saying what he, what he, if he's projecting what's going to happen. For the last five years, they've been like the Lions, and for the last five years before that, sure, they were like the Colts. I don't know. Yeah, it's been pretty <laughs> piss-poor sports in Detroit lately. Really needing to turn around. Yeah, Derek Rose. Yeah. Really needing to turn around. Or he could just be like uh, Atwood and Kyle and just go like whoever's good. Yeah, you could just be bandwagoning. Yeah. Although, <laughs> to, to Atwood's defense, Red Wings has, has been his team. That was because the Red Wings were good when he was growing up, though. Right. So he right. liked the so, good team. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably yeah. a Tampa Bay fan now, or North Carolina basketball. At least he liked like the a good Dallas team. Stars or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I could see him being a Tampa Bay fan. I'd be a Tampa Bay fan if if the uh, Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Give me you, you'd hit your parlay. You'd hit your oh, parlay. Yeah. So what is that? that? That's a, it's a what a ten dollar bet that we're that will win you what? Uh, it will win me two thousand fifteen dollars, which will mean two thousand five dollars because then ten dollars goes back to credit to the website. Right. Damn it! Stop it! Fantasy football chat always has to go on during the podcast. <laughs> True. So I can't get away from it. Kevin, do you have a prediction for the team? I think they'll just barely make the playoffs. Do you have any prediction at all for them? Yeah, I hope they make the playoffs. I think they I think they could, like you said. I don't know why they're a last place team. <clears throat> they but got yeah, talent. Probably not. They have talent. Probably not past the first round would be my honest prediction. Yeah. Growing up as them as fans of the Red Wings, like at the end of it, you're looking at the stats and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how the hell is the Blue Jackets have a better record than us? Like, who the fuck are the Blue Jackets still? Like, they've been in the league. Yeah, Vegas like, Knights. They've been in the league. Vegas Knights. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're being a, your guys' apartment. They've had, swag, they've had swag this whole time that they've been in the league, though. <laughs> I seriously remember being at your guys' apartment one night and realizing that the Florida Panthers still had a hockey team. Yeah. I had no idea. Right? Ooh, that's bad. I went to that game. Every time my wife, Michelle, gets me tickets to place on Christmas, I always lose. Christmas, first year, it was Michigan, Florida State, Orange Bowl, Michigan lost. We went to a Red Wings game against the Panthers, and – the Red Wings tied it up with like a minute left. We're going in overtime, baby. Four seconds left. Tampa Bay scores. What the hell? Damn. And then there's another time. I don't even know what the other. Is Michelle bad luck? Is yes. she bad luck then? <laughs> yes, when she buys me tickets. Oh, yeah, the tis- uh, Pistons. The Pistons played uh, the Pacers here in town. And we went to the game and... The Pistons lost, had the biggest loss to the Pacers in franchise history. Nice. It's great. Have her stop. Well, I know she put have, I know she had bad juju on that Michigan Florida State game as soon as she bought the tickets. Yeah. Being the huge Seminole fan that she is. And and she was really nice. She put us right in Michigan section and I'm like, babe, like this is gonna be I mean, this is kind of fresh in our relationship, like you're going to go nuts here. And I didn't know like how crazy she was about Florida state. 
and she just let everyone around her know, like, I'm a Florida State fan. And then they have Dalvin Cook just jam it down her throats for four quarters and back and forth game, and we ended up losing. So. You need to have her buy some more tickets to Blackhawks games, Bruins games, you know, those mm. teams. Have her buy those tickets. If she's bad luck, they'll get a loss. Bring Detroit back up. Mm. Yeah. Penguins. Yes. Penguins games. Have, Mich- have Michelle make Detroit sports great again. <laughs> yes. That's in her hands. The cheap, with the cheapest yeah. seats. Sure. That's in her hands. Here we go. All right. No pressure, babe. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to get into a few listener questions or questions that uh, either one of you may have as well. But I would start off with uh, one question says... Uh, what is your most memorable shot over all the years you've played golf? Do you have a most memorable <laughs> shot? And if you've had yeah. a hole in one, I'm sure it's that one, but I don't believe either. No, Kyle, you said you did. So maybe that one for you, but Kevin, yeah, do you, do you have a memorable shot? Yeah, we were playing the, uh, what was that course called? Fair. <laughs> the one at Black Door up North just recently. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Just oh, okay. like a month ago. Yeah, Black Bear. Up, like a uh, 100, 130-yard, I guess you wouldn't call it a chip. No, 130-yard uh, skull. It was a little blady. A little blady a shot. A little blady. Yeah. Just took all the, all the tips, went in for eagles, turns, so. dips, dives, and in. Yeah. Did you see it go in? Yeah. Yeah, we could see it go in. Yeah, it was, it was a little blady. Just skipped, just skipped right on up there and dropped. Uh, yeah. Who's your partner again I, with that? I read that green perfectly from there. Uh, it was Kaiser. Yeah. Josh Kaiser. Mm-hmm. The man, the myth. Yeah. He's my partner tomorrow in the uh, the secret course Brian has. Ooh, nice. That is, uh, that is tomorrow. Good pick yeah, up. That that'd be, that'd be, it'll be fun. We yeah, have, I wish have, I could get out for that. We got 15 teams set up for that. 15 teams, uh, two man teams. When do you uh, guys start? 3:30. Start at 3:30. Oh, wow. It's going to be. Last we checked, about 52, 53 degrees. Uh, partly sunny, actually. I think it looked kind of like mostly sunny, but. Uh, all right. So Brian has still me. not opened up at all about what the course layout is for us. It's. Wait, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Wait. Friday. 16th. Oh. Yeah. Are you taking tomorrow off? Half day. Yeah, so I was off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday getting COVID tests done. Like, All right, sweet. I get into work Thursday and I'm taking a half day Friday and I got Saturday off. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I've always, like, I've always, like, this last, I've been checking my watch to see what day it was because we do this Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, wait, so it's Friday we're doing this? So, All right, Saturday, that's normally. But, all right, sick. Yeah. So that Half should day. be that should be good. Uh, I know my pairing already, so it should be a fun day. Nice. Another another question that uh, came. Oh, I guess we never finished it up. Uh, Kyle, your most memorable golf shot. What what was yours? I was I was letting you go while I think. So go ahead. Oh 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 okay. I've um, known this question well, for I don't know how long now, and I haven't thought about it. All right, uh, my most memorable golf shot is not even my golf shot. Uh, it would be my dad's golf shot. Nice. Um, when I was, I think I was 16, 15 or 16, we played in a father-son tournament, and we started on this par three at Firefly. 
on hole number 11. It was me, my dad, my uncle Lee, and my cousin Leland. Um, we were on 11, and we were the 11A group, and my dad's best friend was 12B group, so they had to wait on the tee, and if you hit the tee shot, it kind of goes uphill, and um, my dad let me go first, and I hit it to like 15 feet. I'm like, all right, we're on the green. At least we and uh, my dad's friend, um, Kenny, yells, Charlie, Charlie, what? It's a lot of room up there, kid, a lot of room up there. So, all right. So he hits his golf shot. He hits it to the back of the green. It's a two-tiered green. Hits it right in the center of the hill. It looks like it's going to stop right there. Trickles back, trickles back in the hole. Very first swing of the day, father-son tournament. Hole one. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. So he had the only skin, and he had a hole-in-one in the father-son tournament. You get like a $500 gift card. And me being 16, I can't take any cash because I'm an amateur, obviously. So all the one minute, all the money we took, I think we left like me and my dad left like minus like after we got like a $500 gift card to like the pro shop um, for getting the hole-in-one at that outing. But he just bought it on booze, and we just had the best time. <laughs> it's like doesn't matter. We had all in one for swing. Like, yeah, it's over. And and now I have to follow that. Um, <laughs> hmm. I, I really can't think of one to be honest. Most memorable. Hmm. I mean, I've never had a hole in one, so there's nothing that like shot that really stands out. I mean, I've been close, but what about an, what about an eagle an approach on a par five or something? Yeah, I've had a few eagles, but I don't know. There's nothing that like just put, just really stands out for me. I would I would have to take out time out of to a think. Bunk. No, I've never really hold out out of a bunker. I've come close. I've had a lot of close, but no cigars. My most memorable with you is I've even recorded it at uh in Kentucky. You had the putter hockey stick. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right here. Right here. Yep. And I have the video of, of you, and you had like this kind of like <laughs> this hat, and I don't know, it's probably 15, 20 feet. And what a bucket you hat. Just, yeah, you, you like a Greg Norman hat, was like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet, and you just hit it, and as soon as you hit it, you just started, started walking towards it and like yeah. nailed it and picked it right out of the hole. Yeah, I, got that. I have that video, and you're like, from mm-hmm. the blue line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, that was good. That was uh, that was Kentucky. We were playing with your dad. Mm-hmm. That was good. There's yep. a lot of memorable memorable stuff down in Kentucky, and then there's a lot of stuff that you just don't remember down in Kentucky. So, yeah, and then yeah, a lot of stuff like you remember that. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. And you're like, oh, bits and pieces, <laughs> bits and pieces. We'll try to piece it together. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, another one here. When do you guys normally pack away your clubs for the winter? And continuing on, when do you bring them back out in the spring? Oh man, I uh, I don't know about packing them away. I was so that was the worst part about COVID this weekend. The weekend was so nice. I planned on golfing a lot. It was like seventy mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday. <clears throat> couldn't go at all. I don't know if I'll go out again. Depends on the weather, but they're uh they're in the trunk. 
that's where they'll remain probably until next year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't know if they'll ever be away. Right. No, mine. I don't use the trunk for anything else. I don't know. The setup that I have now, like, so I had a little putting, or I had a chipping green in my backyard, and now I took the mat out because it's going to be snowing here. Uh, weather's turning and just had leaves all over it. I just have it here in my garage. So I'll keep it right here, and I'll probably come out here and, and putt and turn on the Masters highlights and get ready for that because I took the week off of the Masters because I had a the I had the PTO to use it, and I was we're not really going anywhere for Christmas, and so we're just like, all right, well, uh, so they're going to be, we're going to stay right here, and uh, I probably won't go out again, um, just because I was spoiled enough in Florida where I played if it wasn't 75 and sunny, it's like not worth it, and kind of kind of playing golf by yourself when it's when it sucks outside and the weather's not nice, it's like. To get you to walk in and have like a brisk and have like a quarter zip on and you're feeling the fresh air, like that's great, but it's kind of, I think it's to that point where it's almost past that time. So okay. but I probably won't, I probably won't play again until, oh, it sucks. Damn, until <clears throat> probably a week before Kentucky, April. Ugh. November, December, January, February, March, April. So until Tiger wins two more Masters. Half a year. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. You definitely got to get out before Kentucky. Yeah, I'll get out before. Yeah. Uh, but I'll have a, I don't have a, the. I mean, I'll have a, my house will be built by then. So, if yeah. anything, I won't have my. I won't have my car parked in the garage. I'll just have a net. Maybe I'll hit in the net or something. Maybe I'll buy yeah, a net. The first thing you need to do in that new house is put a golf ball hole in the wall. <laughs> That's the first thing you need to do. Break it in. Yes. Golf Break ball it. hole yeah. in the wall. Baby gate. For the stairs, fence for the dogs. Got it. Go in that order. Yes. Um, okay. I probably will not put my clubs away until there's snow. I'll probably leave them in just in case you get the weird occurrence of a warm day. I'll have them in the in the car. As far as taking them back out, the first day where it's like sunny and probably upper forties, they're back out and in my car. Yeah, I've seen yeah. you have clips of you being out there when the grass like it's not dormant, like it's dead, like it's. Yeah. it's... Yeah. Well, Eagle <laughs> Eagle has a section of their driving range where they have like five hitting mats, and those mm-hmm. are normally cleared of snow, and everything else yeah. is snow. So I'll walk around if there's still balls out there, if there is. Most times there's not, but and just hit. We have. Uh... We get like that, like a week in February every year where it's mm-hmm. damn near mm-hmm. 80 degrees and courses around here will open up for a few days. It's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll be a little damp, but you can play. A little damp. Yeah, I've definitely, being... uh, I definitely hit my ball off some ice before the ponds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially on six at Eagle. Harrison, I, Harrison does a, a golf I don't know if they have actually a tournament or not, but they do a golf thing out on Bud Lake where you hit a tennis ball on the ice. Yeah. It's called the uh, ice. Oh, uh, yeah. What's it? I don't know. My dad had a T-shirt of it back in back when I was in, like, middle school. He'd always go out there. And it was, like, the icebreaker open or something. And he said that they'd – that's how 
one year, like for Christmas, he sprayed like golf holes in our big front yard. He's like, yeah, I got this idea from going up that Bud Lake, and you go and you have a tennis ball, and uh, they cut not the hole in the ice, but they go like halfway down. Yep. And they make yeah, that's sick. Yeah. So possibly have to bust a club, a few clubs out, maybe like two or three clubs out for that. Just have like a sash. Yeah. Have a nice small walk bag for that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Depends uh, on the thickness of the ice if you'll get me out there. Oh, yeah. You know, I really hope this winter is warm. And I don't care for snow. Snow or ice, to be honest. Keep it warm. Yeah. Snow. I wanted to snow like a week before Christmas and a few days after, and that's it. That's it, yeah. Just want to be snow on Christmas. Another question that came in. Uh, we mentioned playing in scrambles in previous episodes and how uh, even a guest doesn't really care to play in a scramble. But uh, do you guys prefer to play in two-man or four-man scrambles? Uh, I think I've only done one two-man. I did the father-son with my dad, and that was fun. But uh, I, I don't know. Four-man's a blast, I yeah. think. I'm never, I'm never in a scramble that's taken very seriously. So yeah, yeah. I feel fun. like having four, your your bad shots are diluted because like, man, he had a shoot. Like, damn, sorry, dude. Like, that was a bad shot. But it's like, well, it's better than that guy. Like, <laughs> or another. So I feel like. Uh, two man's tough because if he doesn't step up, then you have to. Then it, it's it's tougher. Yeah, I mean, it's, so I think four man is a lot better. Yeah. I would I would prefer a four a four man just for that fact. I think you can have more fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, guess but like if, if you're trying yeah. to win, a two man is definitely one you you just got to be more serious into. Mm-hmm. So I would go four man and just have fun with it. It's crazy because with my me and my dad, whenever we played, like I've been on one hole, like all right, it was like I made a birdie, the next hole he makes birdie, and like we go back and forth, and it's like you know we could have shot today if we did a scramble. Like we've been so on, like my misses are like my misses are your strengths, and like we're so good at it. But if you have a set date for it and go out and play and like know like okay, this is what you're supposed to do, and this is what you're supposed to do, and then this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You try to build that team like, okay, you're good at chipping. You're good at putting. Yeah. You can get out of the tee box. When it mm. comes down to it, mm. it just doesn't play out how you built that team. Almost never. Just too good. Least. No. Just roll the rock. Just have fun. Roll the rock and play fun. And I have never gone into an outing building a team. No? <laughs> Not yeah. for... Not for success anyway. Maybe the <laughs> most fun we could have. Yeah. I, I've probably tried to build that team, but <laughs> definitely see that. I uh I have one more here. Uh this was a last minute question. This one came in probably half hour before we started. If time and money were not a factor, what is one hobby that you guys would like to get into? Jeez, everybody wants to know what I want to do with my time. <laughs> I know what I do. Right here, boy. 
be shooting bow bows. Hunt. I would go back at the yeah. bow hunting. I would love to get back out in the woods and start hunting again. Just a feeling of that adrenaline. You just had that bad boy sitting there like ready. I'm in my garage, man. I'm, I had it, it hanging right back here. Knocking me in the head. I had it laying down. I don't even have these sights set in yet. Like this is someone else's bow. I pulled it back and it has the same length as me and the draw length is the same. So you want it? I'm like, uh, duh. That so, thing is, is not even like a camo like hunting bow. It looks like a, like a competition archery bow. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> it's all blue and chrome. Yeah. Pull her back and let her fly. Yeah. I saw his cobwebs on it. <laughs> all right. Hunting. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Uh, I would get back into hunting for sure. And have the time to do that. And, and having my son now, like and the memories my dad made with us getting in the woods Having someone being able to like have the time to like have the place to hunt for one, and being able to have a success and build memories—that's what I do. Yeah. Kevin, oh, there's do you, do you want so me to many answer? options when uh, when time and money yeah aren't an issue. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'd like to think I'd get back into weightlifting. Cause I used to enjoy that and that's definitely a time and money issue because mm-hmm. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> build my own gym. So cause that takes be money. Nice if I could, I guess if mm-hmm. it wasn't an issue, I would just have my own place. But, uh, there's that. Then if I got into better shape, I'd definitely go back into bow hunting. Mm-hmm. And, um, really I'd like to travel to sporting events, yeah. like see, yeah, see all the football fields, ice rinks, mm-hmm. baseball fields, go to the cool. majors and mm-hmm. see all that stuff. That'd be awesome. That would be a heck of a trip, like traveling the country, uh, just to see all the stadiums. Be like, I want to hit every baseball stadium in the next three years, like that kind of thing. Right, and you got time and, go and watch money. A, Doesn't matter. You can just go do that. Go watch a football game in London, like an American football game right, in right. London. <laughs> Shit, I'd watch a <laughs> I'd watch a football game over in London. Shit, when we yeah, were when we traveled maybe. over there, Kyle, that was insane. Being over there for the World Cup, like even yep. if you're not a soccer fan, like you were a soccer fan in that you atmosphere. See that. In that atmosphere. You just picked it up when you, you felt it. Like, all right, I'm, this is my team, I guess now. Like, and then they, and whoever, whoever you pick, you like, and if you win, what like they, they welcome everyone. Like yeah. There. It was awesome. Yeah. That's good. Nice. I like that. What would you pick? Um, time and money is not an issue. I think the first thing that came to my mind was uh, filmmaking. I would put more dedication into that. Um, I would actually, you know, not that gear makes better films, but I would have the gear that mm-hmm. I needed that I, I think would make a better, a better film. I would be more likely to take risks with the equipment to right. get, to get a shot because if I broke it, oh, well, I'll just go get another one because money doesn't matter. Um, mm. so first thing that came to mind was, was filmmaking, um, but uh, it's been probably 
seven, eight years since I've been out bow hunting. And I like bow hunting way more than rifle hunting. And I think that only, yep. only was because one, where I was hunting, I never seen a deer during rifle season. Not one. I seen deer during bow season. And to be 25 yards from a deer is just so much better than 150 yards from a deer. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let's tell you a story real quick. When I first was in my own hunting blind with rifle season, how old do you have to be to be to shoot a gun? 16? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think whatever the age is to be by yourself. Um, oh, I don't dad, know. Yeah, but my, my I was in one blind. My dad was kitty corner, like he was facing this way, I was facing another way, right? And I see two, I see two does coming up. I'm like, all right, this is the big, bigger of the two. And even being like 70 yards away and having the scope like laying on my set, like laying, I'm just like shaking the whole finger. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's a Put your finger and on I, the trigger. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. Steady your nerves. And I, I take the shot. And I'm like, oh, it's down, it's down. And I radio my dad because, like, my dad and my uncle had the uh, – he had land. So we all had, like, walkie-talkies. And, like, was that your shot? And I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, from this – you know, we all had nicknames. Like, dad was kangaroo. And I, it was just – we all had, like – it was this wild thing. It was great. It was so much fun. And so, like, yeah, yeah, he's down, he's down. Um, so I – after, you know, 20 minutes or so, I'm still shaking. My dad's like – all right, like, let's go. And it was one of my, it was a doe that I shot, but I go up there. I'm like, did you shoot him? I'm like, yeah. It's like, there was, I'm like, there's a, there was a, a one-year-old and, and, and the uh, bigger doe. I'm like, I shot the bigger doe. It's like, okay. So we go up there and we go by the bait pile and we walk down about like 50, 60 yards and it's laying there. My dad picks up this deer and goes like this. This is what you shot? <laughs> Just picked it up with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it's like it's like this fucker doesn't even have spots on him. <laughs> so young. Oh, I was looking. All I saw was brown. I'm like, there's a shoulder, and I took the shot. It's like, it's like your dog's bigger than this, Kyle. Dude, my oh, your dog was bigger than that. My first oh. first year. Obviously, it was with bow because I've never seen a deer during rifle season. Um, it was getting it was getting dark, and when it came in, I honestly thought it was a doe, mm-hmm. and I, I shot it. We couldn't find it that night, traveling the woods. We couldn't find it, so we we went back in, came out the next morning looking for it, and we must have circled the thing ten times, and somehow didn't see it there. Um, it wasn't a doe. It was just a four point, really small four point. So that was a mistake. You know, buck buck management. Better than a dog. Buck management wasn't too well there, but. For the record, it was a a deer, not a dog. It was a deer. Okay, good. Good. Dude, it's, it's crazy hunting. Like the, the, the feeling when a deer walks up, it's ridiculous. Guy at work just this past week. He's got a, it's not like an Apple watch, but it's a smart watch of some kind. I don't know which one it is, but it keeps the the EKG and his heart rate and stuff. And he was showing me, he goes, K2 
can you tell when the deer walked up? Because it was like <laughs> down here, like 70 beats a minute. And then boom, 140 beats a minute. Just, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and and he's, yeah, it's crazy, man. He's, he's been hunting for 30 plus years and it still happens. Yeah. It's crazy. Right, I got one, I got one more hunting story if we can bear it. So mm-hmm. if it's I like, was... if it's anything like your last one, I suggest you just keep it to yourself. This one's a little bit worse. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was I'd love probably, to hear it then. So I was like seven years old, and me and my dad are in the blind, and um, he has his coffee can. Or if you have to go to the bathroom, you have to pee, you piss in the coffee can, right? So I'm eating there, and we have snacks and stuff, and we're all like, we're sitting side by side, and there's a few does that come in, and I'm not thinking anything. I'm like, Dad, shoot that one. No, Kyle, it's got to be bigger. That one, no, it's got to be bigger. And I'm drinking like my soda and I have like my bugles like on my fingers. Mm-hmm. I'm just messing around like being an idiot. And this buck comes up and it's like a seven seven or eight point buck. And I'm just shaking. And I don't even want to shoot in the <laughs> shot. I'm like, Dad, come on. You got it. And I, I'm trying to be quiet as possible. I'm like, Dad, come on. Shoot that. And he had a bow. So we had to wait for it to turn and do this and all that. And I'm just sitting there just shaking like a leaf. Well, that soda was like three quarters of the way gone when he told me that this buck's coming up. So you had to after pee. we weren't able, I had to pee. Yeah, and I got a pee. We didn't. We weren't able to get a shot on him, and I didn't want to distract my dad from because I was already distracted, like shaking, like the bag of bugles, and having the bugles on my finger. Must have had about fifteen Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and. I wasn't as hungry he, as he walked, so much as I was thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> and he walked away. And he's like, okay, Kyle, it's okay. It's like, he'll be back. We didn't spook him or anything. I'm like, Dad. I'm like, what? Like, I pissed myself. <laughs> and I get all risked. So I pee myself. I'm wearing jeans, right? It's like, not a big deal. Like, whatever. We'll get in the car. Well, whatever. So we get home. I have, th- I have three older sisters. Every one of my sisters has a friend over. I walk into this house with pissed jeans on my pants. Like, what happened to you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, Kyle. If peeing your pants is cool, consider <laughs> Kyle Miles Davis. I didn't think we'd bring up that story in a golf podcast, but here we are. <laughs> We're bringing up everything. Oh, we, we, we touch on golf on every single one, but we go off the rails sometimes on stuff. And that's fine. I am out of questions. Kyle, did you have anything, or Kevin, anything at all? Hmm. I have a few questions that I might say for next week. Okay. Um, a little closer to Halloween, the Halloween questions. Yeah. Okay. We, we have, I think my wife's been asking about a question that she, she posted online, but we haven't asked her, or she's been asking, did you, did you ask, you know, did you answer my question yet? I'm like, no, 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 we haven't, I haven't answered, no, not yet. I'm like, you won't listen anyways. I don't remember her. <laughs> I don't remember her sending one she, in. She posted on uh, Life Over Par, and it was like a whole paragraph. I'm like, so what was it again? She's like, it, it's in the question. There's like three questions in there. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's in, <laughs> so let's, let's look that up. Right <laughs> You guys can all uh, see why see. Kyle's out in the garage now. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's not allowed 
to watch The Bachelorette with the family. Hmm. He has to watch it later by himself. It's okay. You're looking it up now? Yeah. Okay. I will allow it. So okay, you're doing, while he's doing that. You're doing better, Kevin? Since we're, yeah, I'm doing better. Good. I have a quarantine-related question. Okay. Like, name a movie that you could just watch over and over. And I have it, I have it narrowed down to three. Okay. <laughs> my, three, my three favorite movies of all time okay. would be Tombstone, Ooh. Lawless, and the Big Lebowski, dude. Tombstone, nice. Tombstone is dude, probably is number good. one. Is good. You see uh, Ed, Ed Hardy, <clears throat> new Batman. I'm gonna be new honest Batman. with you. I've never, I've never seen any any of those movies. Isn't he? He's no, no, never mind. Guy. Wrong. New, uh, no, new James uh, Bond. <laughs> new James are you Bond. Serious? I was way off. No, I didn't. Yeah, Ed Hardy that. was. Uh, Daniel Craig's got one last show, one last movie in him, hmm. and then he's he's moving on. And Ed Hardy, I guess, is going to be the new James Bond. Where the hell are the questions in this thing? Was it on a post or was it in the inbox? I think it was on a post. Yeah, well, good luck finding it because there's a few posts on that page. <laughs> I don't remember her having a question. But I'll let you keep maybe looking. Next, yeah, maybe next uh, week. We'll let's see. What movie could I just keep watching over and over? Mm, I mean, it's, I, I will, I'll say a, a TV show, and then I'll think of the movie. But uh, The Office, I think I've probably watched six times yeah, from start to yeah. finish. I mean, I, you, I can't not watch The Office. If there's like not much that's going on, I can just turn on the office. I'm trying to figure out why me and Kyle are friends when he spends all his time watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and he's never seen Tombstone or Lawless before. Oh, I guess I've seen Lawless. I don't know. Oh, you guess. That's with Shia LaBeouf, right? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. 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 That's my dude. All right, I've seen that one. Okay. Do you have an answer for his question, Kyle, while you're looking? Um, I said... Um, Harry Potter. Oh yeah, you, you just turn that on every night when we live together in Mount Pleasant. That's like just turn it on and go to sleep. That was you. I do, I do like the Harry Potter movies, and they're on TV all the time. So if they're on, I pretty much leave them on. Um, maybe the I like the Hobbit series. Those will take all week. Good too. The Hobbits are really good. Um. And I could watch the Masters, obviously, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I probably watched Tiger Woods hit all those eight irons probably 50 times. Damn. Like, each cycle. like. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've, watched watched, Tiger I've watched Caddyshack on quarantine this week. so That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> that is yeah, the... my, my recollection is Tiger Woods has won the Masters like... 75 times. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, every time you he watch it, same, it counts. He takes the same approach on every hole, every time. How could he not? It's an eight iron, I'm telling you. He can keep that in the wheelhouse. 
Are you I still looking all, for your wife's question? All it is, all these questions, all these comments are nothing but Becky. Uh, why don't you figure out what that question is? Have it ready for us next week. I'll know you have at least one question for us then. I'll work on a work on our next guest. I have a few in mind. Hopefully, Kevin, you are back uh, in full health, hundred percent, ready to go in studio. Yes, and I'm you, hoping so. If you guys don't have anything left, I don't have anything left. We might be putting a wraps on thirteen. I just need to. I need a poll to say: Do I stay? Do I stay this with this in my garage, or do I go back to the one little Dude, plaque in the back? I'm going to say you go back in the house where you got yeah, better. Where you got better internet. Pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, it's not I'll as cold. You got better. It it gets a little a little choppy through this a little bit. Damn, that's my bad. Mine probably does too. Yeah, not as bad. You actually got light. <laughs> I can see a little better. That microphone. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's a wrap. Episode 13. Life over par. Just the three of us this time. Right. Thank you, nice everybody, week, for listening in. See y'all next week. We'll see you. See ya.